Let's pray. Our God and our Father, how we love you, how we bless you, how we magnify your great name. Even in the midst of what has been a tough week, um, uh, little kids, young men um, dying in the streets, uh, hateful and cruel measures uh, being passed by state legislatures, uh, lots of things happening. So Lord, we need you in this moment to settle us down Settle us down in your love. Settle us down in your word. Speak to our hearts and speak to our minds. We recognize that you're about the business of transforming us into the image of Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, have your way in this moment to do spiritual surgery in us that we might, might look more like your son, that we might act more like your son, that we might make your son's name known abroad in our world. So, God, we give you this time. Uh, Allow us to hear your voice very clearly, we pray, and then we will obey, we will respond and do what you say. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, listen, I've been uh, launching into this series of talking about removing the labels, the, the identifiers, the categorizers, the things that we use or that we have taken on or that have been thrust upon us as it relates to that which seeks to tell other people who we are or even identify to us how we're supposed to be because of the label that has been placed on us. Listen, we've talked about how labels can be diagnoses that we've been given or names that we've been called, reputations that we have earned, <laughs> past mistakes we've made, uh, identities that we've assumed, uh, we, we're trying to be something, uh, personality traits that we haven't asked the Spirit of God to work and to change in our lives. Um, we, we're, we've, we sought to try to answer the question, where did these labels come from? Uh, because God wants to strip off and remove the labels of those things that God did not make us to be, did not intend for us to be. We talked about last week about how labels are limiters. They, they frame our world. They try to box us in and say who we are as if that's who we'll ever be. We talked about how labels are liars. They're, they're not true to who God says we are, what God through Christ has uh, died, buried, resurrected, and raised again that we might become. We talked about how labels are liabilities. They hinder our thinking and our confidence and our faith in where God can take us. Uh, and we tend to live down to the labels that we wear. What are the labels in your life? Uh, I got labels, you got labels, all God's children got labels. What, what are the labels that you honestly deal with and struggle with? Well, I want you to notice something out of 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, the context goes back to verse 9. Uh, and in verses 9 and beginning of verse 10, uh, the, the, the writer lists all these things, all these labels, all these lifestyles, all of these sinful habits that people exhibit and live in and operate in as labels. And he says at the end of verse 10, he says, none of these, the people that act like these labels, the, the people that wear these labels, none of these will inherit the kingdom of God. But I like what happens in verse 11. He says, and some of you were like that. <laughs> he said, but such were some of you, but you were cleansed, you were made holy, you were made right with God, by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the work of the Spirit of God. 
the, the, the labels that we have, the labels that we live in, the, the labels that uh, we live down to, he says, some of you were like that. Such were some of you, but something has changed. Something has happened. Something that happened through the work of God in our lives. Now, listen, uh, let, let me just kind of share some of what some of you may already know about me. When I was a kid, I was molested. I was molested uh, across a three-year period. Uh, the fear, the shame, the confusion of what was happening to me uh, caused me to blame myself. Maybe why, why wasn't I strong enough to stop this? Why was I such a loser? What, why would I uh, allow myself to, to feel and have the sensations? What, what's wrong with me? And as I thought about the things that were happening to me and I tried to understand what was happening, I ended up mislabeling myself based upon what happened in that snapshot of a moment where I found myself confused and broken and hurt and betrayed and I labeled myself based upon what happened to me. Uh, but here's what I also learned and discovered later as I allowed the Spirit of God to work in my life. That life is complex, life is intricate. How am I able to label all that I really am based upon that moment that snapshot from that moment that didn't fully represent who I was or what I would become. Uh, see, many of us are trapped in a label based upon something that we, something that happened, something that we did, some mistake that we made, and that 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 happened in a moment. Now we wear as a label as if that's all who we will ever be. But I want you to notice something. I want you to notice. Uh, uh, some of you might know what this is. You may have gotten one at some point in your life. Uh, you may have used one. You may have seen other people. That this is this is a label maker. Now, as I have uh, tried to use and uh, interact with a label maker, uh, one of the problems that has consistently happened is, uh, as I make the label, obviously it didn't come from the manufacturer, but I'm trying to remember what's going on with the thing that I'm labeling. And so this thing creates the label. I stick the label on. And the problem is that when that label is subjected to heat or to real life situations or over time, I find that the label won't stick and it won't stay in place. Uh, the, the, the label that I created for whatever it is, isn't able to stay because it didn't come with the thing that I'm labeling. Uh, see, labels that are not our identity in Christ aren't able to stick under the heat of real life conditions in real world environments. Well, why is that? Because I discovered that identity has to come from truths of what I have, not from truths or not from what I lack. Let me see if I can say it like this. In, in the midst of my pain and my brokenness and my struggle because of what was done to me, I labeled myself based upon what I felt I lacked rather than from what I had in Christ. 
it, it's, it's a simple trick that the enemy does. He makes us see things from the, the, the broken side, from the messed up side, from the confused side. And so oftentimes we take on a label that isn't true to us, that isn't, uh, isn't based upon what we really have, but rather on what we lacked or what we didn't do or how we failed or, or how weak we were or how whatever we were. It, it's, it's this thing that, that Satan does. Matter of fact, if you look at the temptations of Jesus, when Satan shows up to tempt Jesus during his earthly ministry, in each one of the cases of those temptations, Satan was trying to get Jesus to identify himself based upon what it looked like Jesus lacked. Oh, you're hungry. Turn these stones into bread. See, if the enemy can get us to wear a label based upon our lack, then we won't see things from God's perspective and from God's side of what we really have. See, everything that God created, He called good. He said that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we have been put together through the manufacturing, the, the creative works, workmanship of God, that, that we have a label as human beings made in the image of God that is, is higher than any other thing that God created. And yet, too many times, we label ourselves based upon that lack rather than what we have. But then we get all confused because we think we're supposed to be something else. And so we spend a whole lot of time trying to adjust the labels and the appearances. But identity, from a scriptural standpoint, standpoint is never about how we are, but about who we are. Identity isn't about our how, it's about our who. In other words, the, the, the stylistics, the appearance, the presentation, the tone, the wrapping paper of the gift is never dictated or commanded by Scripture. It never says how tall you have to be. It never says what kind of clothes you have to wear. It never says what gender you have to be. It never says uh, uh, what, what skin color you have to have. The how is not your identity, but the who is. The expectation that God has is that we would orient the how around the who. Who we are is the real label. How we do the who that we are is really subject and up to us. It's subject to our understanding of who we are in Jesus Christ. You know, there, there are several times that Jesus made these, these you are identity statements uh, in Scripture. He says that we are salt and light. He says that in Matthew 5 and 13 and verse 14. He says that you are valuable. You are precious. He says that in Matthew chapter 10, verse 31. He says in Luke 24 and 48 that you are witnesses. And the idea of witnesses is the idea of evidence that can be used in court. That you and I are salt. We, we flavor whatever you put us in. We are light. We light up whatever dark place you put us in. We are valuable no matter how people try to label and devalue who we are. And we are God's evidence of who he is by what he allows to work in us through what he has found and what he fixes. <laughs> See, watch this. God doesn't want to rem just remove the labels. He wants to uncover 
the true identity, the true value, the salt, the light, the evidence of what he has done underneath. Go back to 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 6. Go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 10 and 11. Now check this out. Paul goes, Paul goes through this list of all of this stuff, all of these labels, and he says, some of you were once like that. You, that's how you used to be. That's who you used to be. But you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God. Watch this. He, God is after uncovering the true identity that's underneath the label. He has to remove the label for us to see what's really underneath. Watch this. He says that we were cleansed. The idea is to wash away the dirt or, or this act of religious or, or, or spiritual purification that removes the, 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 the things that keep us from being used by God so that God can use what is actually underneath. He says you and I were cleansed. Then he says that we are we were made holy. We weren't holy because of the labels. We were living down to the labels. But he says, you and I were made holy. The idea is to set something aside for special uh, special ritual purposes to make it suitable to, for it to be consecrated. The idea is you, you were in this pool of things that were just regular based upon the label, but God through Jesus Christ came and took us and set us aside so that we were no longer in that which we were, but now we have been made to be something different. Then he says that we were made right. The idea is to render a, a favorable verdict. It's to vindicate. It's to be declared not guilty. That the, the Bible says that what Jesus did in, in our lives through what he did on the cross and through what the work of the Spirit of God is in us now, his work is to uncover the identity that is underneath all of the labels. He does that because he washes away the stuff that we have done. He sets us aside so that we're no longer living down to our labels, but we're set aside for what it is that we were made to be and we were made right. That God declared us that we are not our labels. Somebody needs to hear that. You are not whatever you were labeled to be. Whether somebody placed the label on you or whether you mislabeled yourself. Jesus says, I have come, I am at work in your life. The Spirit of God works in you to uncover the real value of what's underneath the label. Jesus says that you and I are salt. We are salt. That's our identity. You, there's a flavor to you. There's a flavor to us that we aren't to allow the labels to cover up the flavor that we bring to wherever he places us. He says that we are light. That Have you ever noticed that whenever you walk into a dark room, as soon as you turn the light on, that which was there has to change because the light is now there. You're not the, the, the behavior of the label. You are light. You are God's light to dark places. You and I are valuable to God. We, we are not the, the sum total of our worst inclinations and our past mistakes. We're valuable. We're precious to God. We are precious to Him. Precious enough to die for. Precious enough for His Spirit to live in. That, that's who we are. 
We are his evidence. We are witnesses. We are, we are his testimony. We, we testify to the work of God that he takes broken, mislabeled people like us and he uncovers the true value underneath by removing these labels. And I pray that you and I would allow the Spirit of God to take us back to that place where he cleansed us, where he washed us, where we were made right, where we were declared not guilty. You may have done what they say you did, but you are not who they say you are. You are not that label. You are precious and valuable to God. You have been made right. You have been cleansed. You have been declared holy and useful for God's purposes. If we're going to remove the labels, we have to be willing to let that which cannot last through the heat of the real life environment that we or somebody else made a label to stick on us. We're bigger than that. We're more than that. Let's let God uncover our true value and reveal the manufacturer's label underneath all of the false labels that reflect and capture a moment but aren't fully who we are. I pray that you and I would let him do the work through us to remove the labels. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we are not just the sum total of our mistakes. Thank you that we are not just the, the labels that have been placed on us or that we placed on ourselves. But thank you that you have, through the work of your son, you have cleansed us. You have made us holy. You've declared us not guilty. And you want to uncover the, the true identity of our saltness, our lightness, our valuableness, our use as evidence of your work in our lives. How we package those things is, is not commanded. It's not anything you force upon us. You let us be who we desire, to, who we want to be, as long as we stay true to that real identity that you've placed in us. So Lord, I pray that we would be brave enough, that we would have faith enough to go back to those places where labels have defined us. Let us remove them so that we can truly be who you've made us to be. That who the manufacturer made us to be can stand up to the heat and to the environments of the real world because it's who you say that we are. When you made us, you said we were good. And we receive that. We believe that. And we hold on to that. Throwing off the labels and allowing ourselves to be what you died for, what you're working toward, who you desire that we be. We love you. We bless you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.